When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 131 to 117. That's right. The Clippers beat the Kings tonight. They put more, yeah, 131 to 117. The Kings uh, did have a 66-point second half, but the problem was uh, the Clippers scored 35, 37, 30, and 29, respectively, for the 131 to 117 uh, victory. There was one player that showed up for the Sacramento Kings tonight in the starting lineup. One. One. And you know who it is? The guy that wears jersey number five, Darren Fox. He showed up. He played 40 minutes. Played 40 minutes last night. Played 38 tonight. Didn't make his free throws last night. Made his free throws tonight. 40 points on 23 shots. That's it. That's the only guy that showed up in the starting lineup. Sabonis was bad. Barnes didn't do anything. Herder was bad. Duarte was bad. Thank goodness for De'Aaron Fox. Thank goodness for De'Aaron Fox. Could you imagine this team without Fox? Oh, yeah, we kind of did. We saw it for five games. 131 to 117, the postgame show right here on If You Don't Like That. Sacramento missed you. Carter. Stolen by Williams. And look at this. Oh, you don't like that. You don't like NBA basketball. Fox. Goodbye. Oh, if you don't like that, you don't like NBA basketball. The exclamation point from Pierre Fox. Oh, if you don't like that, you don't like NBA Boy, that's an ESPN highlight right there. Whoa. Carlson comes in. How about this? Holy moly, Jim Bob Bowley. That was a major league smush. And the Kings got smushed, Rhino. Uh, all five players for the Clippers in double figures. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, James Harden, Paul George all played very well. Westbrook off the bench. Had eight assists and only one turnover. Kings just got out man tonight. You know, we knew they'd be a little fatigued. They were, and it showed. Yeah, spot on, Grant, and uh, out man. Good play on Warts. Terrence Mann, 18 points. Wasn't expecting that from him, no. but just a, a real clunky game overall. And to be honest, it felt like both teams were on a back-to-back -to -back tonight, and the Clippers came in rested. So Kings got to put this one behind them and figure out how the hell they're going to get Demonis Sabonis to play consistent every single night. Very frustrating. You know, again, for the third game in a row, no Keegan Murray. Kings had one against Minnesota, and then they won last night. Uh, and now uh, Denver uh, is next, coming in on Saturday. And we'll get to them in a minute. But the Kings were really never in this game for all intents and purposes. I mean, the game to me was over at halftime. That The game was over at halftime tonight. This had a completely different feel to me than last night. And the Kings never got back into the game. 
Hey, and credit to you and credit to Jerry. You both saw it and you both said it. I, I just thought the Kings were good enough to have that one run in them. But it, for whatever reason, they couldn't get, it seemed like, back-to-back -back stops all night um, and just really couldn't get anything going. And when you're looking to Sasha Vizankov to give you the spark to this team, to beat yeah. the Clippers, that's, that's a tough ask. Yeah, we said last night that Coach Brown would need to rely on the bench tonight. And again, the bench didn't do it. I mean, Fox was the only starter, so you needed to go to the bench. Not that the bench was awful, but I mean, again, if you give up 130 plus points, it's very difficult to win in this league. Yeah, especially against a team like this, because they already play so slow. So if they're making shots, watch the hell out. And it's a it's a confusing box to look at, Grant, because you talk about giving up 131, yet the Kings out-rebound them by 10. So yep. it's just, a, I don't know. I don't know what to make of this one. All right, now back to Denver. They won tonight 134 to 124, and guess who was on the floor for Denver tonight? Jamal Murray. Mr. Murray, yes. So, so was Jokic. So was Porter. So now you have two days off and a game on Saturday, so you should be getting the A version of the Nuggets and, uh, you know, so we'll see. But back to this game tonight. Kings were really never in it. Uh, they lose. They go to 10-7. and seven. Not the end of the world. All right? It was a tough back-to-back -to -back based on how the game went last night. But you and I both know, had the Kings not gotten that last second shot by Malik Monk and lost last night, right now there would be a lot of doom and gloom in Sacramento. Yeah, there would be. It's a, it's a great point to put out. I mean, luckily they did put that in. But I, I guess the doom and gloom that we still need to look at is now this team is 0-2 in their only two back-to-back -back games uh, this season. And they have a lot more coming up. There's a reason they're fifth ranked uh, with their difficulty of schedule because they have a lot more than some other teams. Not only 0-2, but two games where they're not competitive. Dominated. Great point. Yeah. Yes, dominated. I mean, you know, it's one thing to lose on a second night of a back-to-back. -back. There's another not to even be competitive. The New Orleans game was arguably there along. I think I would pick that game more than Houston because you had Fox playing in that game. Um, so I, I personally feel that is was the worst game of the year for Sacramento because they were at full strength by and large, and the Pelicans weren't. They were without C.J. McCollum, and they got, you know, railroaded right off the court. Again, well, the Kings, the Kings yeah. had a couple injuries in the first half. Keegan Murray didn't return. Duarte didn't return. But but the Pelicans were playing without uh, Murphy. They were playing without uh, McCollum. You know, we, we can't yeah, really. Yeah, no, I got uh, you. Yeah. So we got Denver coming up. And then the uh, knockout round, I think, what is that, on the fourth against Monday. New Orleans. You know, you made a pretty good point. I want to say it may have been a month ago. You've been making this over and over again. I haven't really paid. I mean, I paid attention to it, but I didn't really examine it. And I, I think with this in-season tournament, I'm now going along your line of thinking. I'd rather just not be in the damn thing and have the time off. Yeah, it makes a lot more sense, especially for a team that's struggling with injuries here and there like the Kings. I mean, yeah. they haven't been healthy all year. They have not had a healthy roster from top to bottom. So give them the time off. I mean, I, I don't want them to lose. Now that they're in it, I want them to win it. It's good for the team if they do. But, um, yeah, I, I think I don't see much out of it. Let's see how it plays out, Grant. I just I don't foresee how this catches on to the NBA, how this makes the season so much better. When they get to the final game, in Vegas, the two teams that are left standing, if there's a serious injury in that game, you're mm -hmm. going to hear nothing but negativity over this tournament. You just mm -hmm. watch. 
All right. Yeah. I hope it doesn't happen. But you and I both know what the narrative would be. It, think about it. It's kind of a glorified summer league with the regular exactly what, guys playing. Exactly it's a it spectacle. Is. Yeah. Because so, here's but, the deal. You and I don't give a damn about how much money the players are making for Vegas. Why do yeah. you and I care? Why, why do we care if the winning team gets 500000 a man? So what? That doesn't – like, I'm not getting any of that money. I don't care. Nope. I mean, it makes no difference to me. To the players, I understand it makes a difference. But the point is, it, it it's um it's a meaningless game. Period. And and there's only a bad thing that can happen in that game. Nothing good can happen in that game. There's only a bad thing that can happen. That is, you can have an injury that affects you down the road. All right. Meaning the next game, the next two. That's the only thing that can happen to me. There's nothing good. So what? Sacramento goes to Vegas and they win the thing. What is Vivek going to go make these stupid ass T-shirts again that we're, you know, the Vegas in-season tournament champions? I mean, who cares? Seriously, who cares? Well, and you talk about the negatives being, or one of the main negatives, which would be the big one, somebody getting hurt, but also a false sense of like, we've done something this season now. What have you done? You won three games in a row, right? right. So I, I just don't get it. And hopefully the Kings would be a good enough team to not hang their hat on that. No, they have bigger plans down the road, but I don't know. We got to see how it plays out. Matthew, the players get $500,000 a piece if they're on the winning team. That's a lot of money. You know, I mean, it's a lot of money regardless of how much money you're making, but it's certainly a lot of money for the players that, you know, are on the bench in particular. I mean, that, that that's a huge, huge uh, amount of dough. But again, I don't care. It makes no difference to me. I'm not getting any of it. Uh, what does make a difference is the fact that, you know, the Kings really were not competitive in this game. I thought the Clippers were awful in the first six minutes of the I game. I agree. Yeah. They were awful. And if the Kings, to me, had an opportunity to kind of set the tone and get into the game, in the first six minutes, when the Clippers were putrid and they couldn't, they couldn't take advantage of it. Uh, it, it awesome uh, point there because it, the Kings looked like the team that were so much better. You knew they were better coming yes. into this game, and yes. the Clippers, they weren't coming out here playing a high rate of speed. They weren't playing at a high pace, yeah. which would be problematic for the Kings on a back to back. So that for me was frustrating because the Clippers gave them every opportunity. They really did. All right, so you have Minnesota and Denver atop the West, 13-4 and and 13-6 respectively. Minnesota won, Denver two. Dallas and Oklahoma City are 11-6. Then Phoenix is 11-7. Sacramento now is 10-7, and and the Lakers are uh, tied with the Kings. They are 11-8, followed by New Orleans at 10-9. Houston is ninth, and now the Clippers with that win, uh, they move up over Golden State into 10th place. The final tonight, though, uh, the Clippers put a big spot on the board, 131. Uh, they beat the Kings 131 to 117. We are happy that you are here on the post game. Very uh, glad that you can uh, join us, win or lose. We appreciate it. We also appreciate New Works Plumbing. Hey, if you have any plumbing needs or repairs, this is the place. New Works Plumbing, they've got a fix for you. Go to sacserviceplumbing.com. That's sacserviceplumbing.com. Or... Call the number on your screen. New Works Plumbing, they've got a fix for you. All right, so you remember when the Kings opened up the season in Utah? Mm -hmm. And we didn't really have a good read on the Jazz, right? And I said, you know, it's going to take a while. And the Kings went in there and steamrolled them, and everybody was very impressed. Well, now as we get close to the 20-game mark, we're not quite there yet. But one thing is very apparent. The Jazz are one of the worst teams in the league. So, you know, 
you, you, that's why I said this a couple of days ago when I looked at all the teams coming in on this homestand. The Jazz have to be a win. Brooklyn has to be a win. And Washington has to be a win on this homestand. All the other games are difficult. Those three games in particular have to be wins. Yeah, no ifs, ands, ors about it. They have to find a way to get past those teams. And I think they will, or at least they'll bring it against those teams. I know Utah presents some difficult matchups down low with Collins and uh, Walker Kessler. But other than that, there's zero room for leniency. I mean, a game like this, really, Grant, should have been a win tonight for the Kings. I mean, I, I remember you talking about the 2000s to the 2006 teams. They just knew they were better. They just yeah. knew. And I can't figure out this team. Does this team think they're better than other teams or are they unsure of their identity because they just don't always show up? Connor, thank you very much for uh, talking about New Works Plumbing. Uh, we appreciate it. Also, Jordan, uh, appreciate the nice comments about New Works Plumbing. So uh, thank you very much for all of you that have uh, used New Works Plumbing. We are so happy to have them uh, as a sponsor right here on if you don't like that. What bothered you the most about this game tonight? Um, Probably the the defense. The, the defense to me, the, the lack of adjustments. They just did not seem to adjust to what the Clippers were doing. And it's very straightforward what the Clippers are going to do on offense. And that's isolate. How about you? Uh, the thing that bothered me the most tonight is that the Kings were not ready to play the game. Good teams, very good teams, great teams, don't use back-to-backs as an excuse. The it, it matters, okay? I'd be sitting here and lying to you if I said it's not a factor. But the, the, the upper echelon teams in the league battle with it and, and, and show up to play. They don't necessarily win, but they compete. You just made a point a couple of months ago that, you know, the Kings are 0-2 and they're two back-to-backs. And I said, yeah, and in both games, they haven't been competitive. That's not going to fly, okay? No. That, that's, just, that's not going to fly. So that, to me, is the most disappointing part of this. You played a team tonight that was reeling, that is having a lot of issues, who's coming off a bad loss, who's got a bad record, and you had a chance to jump on them in the first six minutes of the game when they were awful and you couldn't do it. And then you got blown out. So that, that bothers me. Spot on. And you think about the back-to-back aspect as you're kind of emphasizing there, but the Kings had how many days rest before the golden state game? I I know their guys. Friday until uh, Tuesday. Yeah. That's a lot of rest this early in the season. So I get that you have Fox playing heavy minutes. Some of those guys playing big minutes in the fourth, but Harrison Barnes, he only played 25 last night against Golden State, you know, and he looks yeah. like he played 40. So, yeah, they, they've got to find a way to fix that. All right. Again, uh, the Kings get uh, beat badly tonight by the Clippers. And next up, the uh, Denver Nuggets. Uh, we appreciate all of you that are joining us right here. And, you know, stop with the refs. The refs had nothing to do with this game, all right? Would you stop with the refs? You got blown out, all right? You think the refs are the reason why the Kings lost? Come on now. You're better than that. Stop it with these stupid-ass excuses. The refs had nothing to do with the game tonight. Stop it already, would you? Gosh, it's unbelievable to me. You get blown out on your home floor, and you're going to talk about the refs? Now, if it was a one-point loss or a two-point loss or a five-point loss, okay, I'm okay to talk about the refs. When you're not competitive for the whole game, 
you don't talk about the refs. I guarantee you Mike Brown is not in the locker room right now telling his players about the officiating. All right, that's not part of the postgame chat that he had with his team. Far from it. I, I would hope not. But I guess how much of the chat with his team is the fact that you rub this off to a back-to-back? Or do you hop on them and say, look, not okay, 0-2 in back-to-backs, figure it the hell out? Yeah, I mean, Mike knows what he has. I, I You and I talk about this almost every night. The most puzzling aspect to me about the Kings through 17 games is their inconsistency. Other than Fox. And yeah, he's human. He's allowed to have a bad game sometimes. All right. I'm, I'm okay with that once in a while. They're very infrequent. I can't have DeMontis Sabonis playing the way he did tonight. Yeah. I can't have Keegan Murray being as inconsistent as he is. I can't have Kevin Herter being as inconsistent as he is. All right. Harrison Barnes. That's the biggest, like, that's messing with my mind because I look at this team when they play well I look at the bench. I know it's not just a five-man team. I look at their record, which is good. I look at their standing in the West. But then I go, man, there are a lot of players that don't play well on night in, night out. And that's puzzling to me. Yeah, it's puzzling on both ends. Can you imagine if they did play consistent night in, night out, or you knew what you were going to get from most of the guys? But I think that also on the back end speaks to how special this team could be because you have such wildly big inconsistencies yet you've got a pretty darn good record you're doing well on the road doing well at home unbelievable all right i want to tell you about calusa sunrise uh calusasunrise.com will give you all the information blazona development with the uh, project in calusa sunrise landing six models to choose from uh they are already sold out of phase one they uh have beautiful beautiful homes there's no melaroos uh there's no homeowners all right. And uh, Sunrise Landing is tremendous. Uh, spend a moment, go to the website, calusasunrise.com, and see for yourself. I think you'll be very impressed. That's calusasunrise.com from Blazona Development. Very happy uh, that they are with us here on If You Don't Like That. The Kings didn't have enough players with them tonight, meaning that not enough guys showed up tonight. You know, yeah. minus Fox. I mean, th- there's not a lot to. Look at and go, oh boy, you know, Fox was Fox, and unfortunately, he didn't get enough help. Yeah, you get ready for the champs now, rolling into town, and you keep your eyes on the top of the Western Conference and see what's going to happen there. You ran down the rankings. I I think you got to watch what's going to happen in Oklahoma City. The police are now investigating Josh Giddy in addition to the NBA. He's a big guy for the Thunder. That could affect them. So, all right, I'm going to say one thing, and I'm going to first of all, disclosed that I have zero information about what has happened. Zero. All right. I don't know any of the facts. I only know what I've read and what you read and that's it. I I don't know anybody in Oklahoma City that I've talked to. So I don't have any inside information. Here's, I'm just going to go based on my history. Okay. This alleged incident happened last week. Correct. Correct. I mean, that's when it came no, out. No, 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 no. These, no, these incidents I mean, happened prior. Right. What I'm saying is it, it came out on social media last week, correct? Correct. All yes. right. Now we're talking about it's Wednesday night. My, and again, I'm only going by my experience and working with a professional team and being in the business, okay? More likely than not, not 100%, more likely than not, the Thunder have enough information 
where they are very skeptical about the allegations because these allegations are unbelievably serious. Okay. This is nothing to be taken lightly. This is nothing to be, you know, taking a back seat to. These are serious, disturbing allegations. So much so that in my opinion, based on my experience of being in this business, if the Thunder thought that these allegations were true based on their preliminary investigations and talking with people, I don't believe he would have been playing. I believe that they would have given him a quote unquote leave of absence until this situation has been resolved. Now, could I be wrong? Yes. I've already said I could be wrong. I'm just Mm -hmm. telling you in trying to read between the lines here that there's no way that an organization would allow an individual to come to work if they thought based on their preliminary investigation that these disturbing allegations were true. So I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah, well said. I mean, you would hope that they would at least have a stance because that would have a huge backfire on the fan base and the organization as a whole. Um, Legally speaking, you don't know who is, who isn't participating um, in terms of the investigations. You don't know how that affects the Thunder's information, but this really isn't about basketball. This is about somebody that could be going to prison. That's correct. Yeah. Federal minimum. Okay. And again, all situations are different, but the the same backlash, the same whatever you want to use. I can't think of the adjective right now. The punter with the Buffalo Bills last year. Optics. Right? San Diego State alone. His, his life's ruined. That's yeah. correct. Not true. Okay. Reuben Foster, linebacker, 49ers, falsely accused not once, but twice of domestic violence from his girlfriend. Never happened. There are, you know, the the, the Duke lacrosse team. The baseball player. What? The baseball player who just came out. Um, the Dodgers guy. Yes. Trevor Bauer. Yes. Okay. So what I'm saying is these, uh, these are delicate situations. But facts are facts. And one thing that I think we can all agree now in 2023 – It's very difficult to cover anything up. It's very difficult to keep anything a secret. All right. If you've done something wrong, particularly if you're a public figure and being a professional athlete is a public figure, it's going to come out. You know, you're not going to be able to cover it up. Okay. So we'll get to the truth in Mm -hmm. tomorrow or the next day or the following day. We will find out what the truth is and then we'll go from there. So, uh, I would just tell everyone like yourself and like me and anyone else is we just need to step back and wait until the facts do come out and the investigation is completed. It's really good perspective, Grant. And yeah, I mean, uh, you brought up some real situations that affect people's lives when they are long done playing their sports of choice. So we'll see what happens. I mean, it seems like it should be fairly straightforward if the information and facts are there, but all, all parties are in very difficult positions right now. All right. Uh, Again, the uh, Kings, as we get back to this, but you brought up Oklahoma city and you were right to do so with their, with a very valuable player. But again, I'm going to wait until more of these facts come out as you are, 
Uh, right now, 131 to 117. Kings are going to, this is, you know, I'm sure there will be no practice tomorrow. Get back on the court Friday and get ready for Denver on Saturday. Yeah, as it should be. Um, treatment, take the practice time and get treatment, get right, get healthy. And uh, you've really got to focus in, Grant, because a slow start, We, you've talked about it, I've talked about it, a slow start against the Nuggets ain't going to fly. It didn't fly against the Clippers. What do you think a slow start against Denver, the defending champs? You're not coming back. You're not coming back from a big deficit against the Clippers. Okay, that's just that's not going to happen. All right, not going to happen. I mean, in all likelihood, especially you know they they blew a couple of games and they're now you know they're not in a position. Sorry, I'm gonna I'm just getting rid of uh, one of these morons on here. All right, Um, and I I, and and again, yeah. Um, Hang on a minute. But I hit the wrong one, so I'm going to get him back on. Um, but Denver's the real freaking deal, right? Denver's they are. the real freaking deal. And they're coming off a stretch of basketball where they have not played particularly well. And that, granted, was without Jamal Murray. So look for them to have their heads on straight and yeah. head hunting for Sacramento. Yeah. All right. I got rid of that moron. All right. Um, let me tell you something. All right. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not standing for – any jokes or any type of you trying to be cute talking about an underage individual, okay, who has made a serious allegation or whatever, uh, we're, we're not going there, all right? So if you want to come on this stream and that's the way you want to be, you're not on this stream anymore. You make the choice, then I make the choice. It's really that simple. So goodbye. Not, I'm not dealing with it. We're, society is not dealing with that anymore. Okay. N- not on this show, not on many shows. You cross the line. You cross the line, you're gone. All right. Come on now. Unbelievable. All you right. I think our viewers would know this by now. And it's not the 99% that tune in all the time, it's the 1% trying to make a sport. There's an idiot everywhere. You know, yeah, unfortunately, so uh, you know, sometimes you got to deal with them. But I'm not, you know, I'll, I'm okay with criticism. I'm okay if you don't like me. I, I'm okay if you think I'm a bad enough. Whatever, I don't care. That's fine, you know. But we don't get per- we don't we don't go. We're not crossing the line. All right, we're not crossing the line. Um, the Clippers tonight. All right, when you watch them play like this, take if you take away the last or the first six minutes, doesn't it kind of don't you say to yourself, "Gee, how is this team as bad as they are?" No, I don't. You don't. It, okay. it, it it's if shots are falling or not. That if shots are falling and if the whistle is going their way, I, I just I see a bunch of individuals. I don't see a team. I, I they just they're not connected. Maybe we have something special in Sacramento because the team seems to have a very good cohesive unit and chemistry, but I, I just don't see it. I, I see a bunch of guys that showed up at their local LA fitness and are running the last game of the night, and that's it. Like there's nothing more to it than that. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, no, go ahead. Now, I, how about you? I mean, how do you view them? Uh, it's a good question. I, 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 I'm, I'm puzzled, you know, um, I look at talent, but then I look at, well, how, how often can you play? And as a coach and as a teammate, can I count on you to play tomorrow 
when the Clippers go to take on the Warriors. Am I going to see Kawhi Leonard on the floor tomorrow? Am I going to see Paul George on the floor tomorrow? Can I count on you? And so until I see it on a more consistent basis, I'm skeptical when I look at the LA Clippers. Yeah, um, and rightfully so. I mean, those guys, that's going to be the test of time this season, see how many games they actually play. Um, but it just, to me, they're fragmented. They don't have that spark. I mean, they have very talented players. Don't want to take that away from them. They are some of the best in the world. But just as a team, it's not there. All right. We want to talk about uh, Bennett's, their new location. I hope you've been there. They've been open now for uh, pretty much, uh, well, a couple of months. Bennett's, Westside Grill at the Blue Oaks Town Center in Rockland. One of three locations, prime seafood and steak. Just go to bennettsrestaurants.com. That's bennettsrestaurants.com. And you can check out the menu, make a reservation. Don't forget about their weekend brunch, their weekend prime rib. They have 60 different types of wine available by the glass. Go to bennettsrestaurants.com to make a reservation. Not much else to say tonight. I mean, the no. Kings got beat, beat got beat badly, and now it's time to regroup because you got the world champs coming in on Saturday. Yeah, and a, a very good game to forget about this game, you know, and the crowd's going to be rocking for them. The crowd felt tired tonight. That, yeah. That's what was so weird about it, and I know Kings fans are tired of hearing the word tired, but. You know why? Because the first quarter, the first six to eight minutes of the game is one of the worst six to eight minutes of basketball that we've seen this year. And I just think it kind of took the fans like, oh, my God, what a horrible game. You know, they never got back yeah. into it. And the Kings never really give them a reason to get back into they it. They didn't. Yeah. You yeah. look at you look at the Kings tonight and rebounding is the best thing they did tonight, Grant. I mean, really, other than that, everything's pretty marginal below average. Want more consistency from the Kings back to back where they have been down big? I would agree. Why do you think this happens? Uh, mindset. You know, I do think it's an issue, but it shouldn't be this big of an issue. Uh, thank you for the business, Colin, saying I was at Bennett's on Monday. Their enchiladas are fantastic. Glad nice. that you agreed that. Uh, here we go. Absolutely love Bennett's. The redfish is the best in town. I would agree with you. I get it over 50% of the time when I'm at Bennett's. Hold on. It might be the only redfish in town, Grant. It, <laughs> and it is the best, but it might yeah. be the only one. Because when you told me about it before we started these post-game shows, you're like, oh, got to get the redfish. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell's redfish? Love it. But yeah, it's the best. Bennett's, Bennett's is great. Uh, Brian is a tremendous restaurateur, tremendous yes. person. And oh, yeah, by the way, uh, a big Kings fan. So when you go into Bennett's, uh, tell them uh, that we said hello. All right. Let them know that you are a supporter of mine because Brian is a supporter of this show. We appreciate everything he does. And I can guarantee you this, he appreciates your business. And I appreciate the fact that you take the time to visit one of their three locations in Sacramento. All right. Some final thoughts. Uh, get ready for Denver. Rest up. Uh, day off tomorrow, hopefully, as you said. And uh, G1C crowd, bring it. And here we go. The artichoke dip uh, is a must-have. Have you had the artichoke dip? I have not, no. Okay. I will put that on the short list to All try. Right. Here you we know, go. we got to work our way through the menu. I know you've been yeah. trying to do that. I have. Alberto said, I'm intrigued now. I'm treating myself to the redfish this weekend. As a matter of fact, yep. the second to last time that I was there, I was sitting down having lunch with Brian, and I ordered the uh, mushroom burger. And he goes, oh, something different. I go, yeah, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to sample different things on the menu so I can 
talk about it when I go on my shows. And he said, I like that. I, and I said, oh, wow, this is really good. So I've now added that uh, to my list of favorites. I love the, uh, basically, it's the chopped salad the, the with the steak, the cob salad with the, uh, it, it's, it's phenomenal. I think I ordered that with you the last time. Yeah. Love the redfish. Uh, if you're doing steak as an entree, I mean, they're prime New York. It's awesome. Hard I know to beat. Oh, it is hard to beat. It's great. All right, now I'm starving. All right, see Wait, what you did. Nick, you remember our uh, social media meeting with the YouTube guy? The yes. rack of the rack of ribs and chicken that came out on his plate at lunch. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy is right. Oh boy <laughs> is right. Oh boy. Good. Oh boy to you all. Uh, thank you very much for being here. We're gonna do it again on Saturday, pregame, halftime, postgame, as the Kings take on the Nuggets. Great job today, uh, Rhino, and we'll talk to you soon, buddy. Thanks, Dave. And thanks to all of you for joining us here on If You Don't Like That.